This week on Welcome Back to Roswell, we're talking Independence Day on original Roswell, and then over on Roswell, New Mexico, uh, we're going to discuss, ladies and gentlemen, we're floating in space. Uh, Times are pretty crazy right now, (laughs) and it was really nice to take a break, hang out with one of my best friends, and talk about uh, two very juicy episodes of television. Um, So I hope you enjoy it, and stay safe. When Maria returned home from work with Liz, who do they find on a date with Maria's mother? The sheriff. What game did the Evans family play while Michael was staying with them? Uh, I think it was a game called You Don't Have Any uh, Manners and I'm Going to Make You Feel Bad About It. No, the game was called Monopoly. Or the Monopoly game. Yes. (laughs) Yes, or the Monopoly game. Uh, (laughs) What caused Michael to use his powers on his foster father? Uh, The fact that he was getting fresh with Isabel. Facts. Uh, (laughs) After after Michael left his home, who did Michael spend the night with? Oh, he was with Maria all night. It doesn't... It doesn't seem fair that we that that you should have to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, I could know that question without even looking. Without um, without it. <laughs> uh, number five, as a peace offering, what breakfast did Michael make for the Evans family? All the eggs. Oh my god, he cooked all their. Can you imagine your punk kids' friends, your friends' punk friend, your kids' punk friend? Yes, <laughs> shows up at your house and. Cooks all of your eggs. So many eggs. He cooked so many eggs. Like, you need those eggs to bake well, a cake. <laughs> Here's the thing. We're also in a place right now where, like, I've got a little bit, like, ration brain going on. Where yes. I see all those eggs and I'm like, you don't need to use all those eggs to make omelets for five people. Right? Like, Absolutely you can cut not. down on it. You don't need the full dozen. You're going to throw no. some of that food away. I mean, here's the thing. What And this is headcanon 100%, but hmm. this is a very important episode for Michael fans. Is I think maybe, I think he knows how to make one thing at this point in his life. Sure. So and he, this is he, the one thing. He only knows how to do the omelets. He may as well do them as best he can. I think that's what it is. Hmm. I think that it's he knows how to make one thing. So he's going to do that one thing for as a, as an act of kindness. Like, I don't think he could have made French toast instead. Right. Right. And French toast is, you know, if you've got like a nice bread is not tough to do. It really isn't, but I don't know. I don't know if he knows how to do it. Yeah. Um, He, now he lives on his own. So he's going to have to figure something out. Look, one of the first things they teach you when you start to live on your own, how to make French toast. (laughs) That's I mean, the they should. <laughs> if they're doing it right. Um, but hey, this is Welcome Back to Roswell. We are talking about the episode Independence Day um, from the original Roswell. Yes, I'm Ryan episode. Bogey. Oh, and I'm Patrick Ellers. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say episode number 15. Oh. Because that's the episode that we just watched. Yes, it is episode 15 of season one. Um, and I, I told you in advance of this, I, cause you've not watched this show already. So that's correct. I, right. 
kind of previewed this episode by calling it a very special episode. Do you think that the episode lived up to that moniker? Uh, so I was expecting it to be uh, worse and lean more into the um, like domestic abuse angle. Like obviously that was uh, a big part of it. Um, mm-hmm. And like Michael's, like I, I, I liked, I liked how they played with like Michael's shame around it and about how like max and isabel are like let's just fix it for you like we need to fix this and like that's not what he needs he just needs someone to like hold him and like right tell him that it's gonna be okay or like it's okay right now right um like i liked all of that stuff um and like it almost it was it, it was better than the a very special episode uh descriptor would have uh led me to believe so my plan worked. I lowered your expectations so that you could be surprised for the episode. Oh, I'm I'm on, I'm on to you, Moki. <laughs> yeah, I know you know. Um, but okay, so this is I mean, it's another Alex list episode. Um, it, yes, true. <laughs> it is it's a okay. border it's borderline a Liz list episode, too. Yeah, she barely gets anything to do. She gets one like pretty shot where she's inside her bedroom and talking Mm -hmm. to max outside her bedroom and so you see her through the window that's a pretty good you know that's pretty iconic i guess of them sure but other than that she yeah she doesn't really get a lot to do does not get a lot to do in this one she gets more to do next episode uh next episode is called sexual healing so i'll just i'll just leave that out there yes (laughs) she gets a little bit more to do Um, oh my goodness but in this one Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's really not about liz and i have you seen sorry i should have asked you this before have you seen every episode of this show up to this point i have not seen every episode of this show did you see and i don't think you did but i'm just checking did you see the episode where liz lost her journal and michael found it no okay did he read it yes oh because he was worried she wrote about alien stuff which she oh kind sure of did. okay all right and then he gave it back to her and she was like and it was like they had this little moment and he was like uh thank you for giving me one more reason to envy max evans and there's this like moment like oh my god am i gonna ship this relationship then very quickly he makes out with maria and all of that is erased forever in my mind and heart but <laughs> that for a long time, for like, I think most of the rest of the season, like that's the last time the two of them connect, Michael and uh, Liz. So it's like, this episode's really a Michael episode. So it's only people who actually care about Michael. Right now, Liz does not really care one way or the other about Michael. No, she's got one very specific relationship with this family, and it is yes. just Max all the time. Mm-hmm. And Max has to spend this whole episode being like emotionally clueless. About how to He's deal with his brother. He's so bad. Okay, but to be fair to him. Yes. Or to be nice to him, I guess, maybe. He does, and I, I commented this to you. He starts the episode wearing a very sharp jean jacket. He looks great. True. And then he does a very good job of tricking Michael into coming out of the bathroom stall. Very smoothly. <laughs> true. It's it very, it's smart. Uh, and uh-huh. it, it had, I, I, I commented that it was Veronica Mars esque. Yes, which that's a high compliment around <laughs> these parts. 
So he I, starts I off like it strong. Is, it's also a high compliment to you because that's only a reference point that I have because of you. <laughs> yes, and because you recognize quality work like fraud. That's course. right. That's right. Always um, doing stuff in the bathroom. Yeah, it's a very bathroom-centric show. But yeah, so so Max figures out Michael or fi- sees Michael has a black eye, mm. finds out it's because Michael's foster father has hit him. Um, and that this is not necessarily the first time that has happened. It's just the first time there's been like a big mark that anyone would notice on his face. Yes. So that's the first moment I think of Max of proof that Max can be a little clueless because he reacts to this as if he really didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Well, and like we talked about it a little bit too. There's a second where Max is like, you don't have to protect this guy. He's not even your real father, which is like, you know, if your real father is giving you black eyes, that's also bad. Don't protect that either. Well, and it's also, and there's definitely a privilege that it, it's true in both, both uh, Roswell and Roswell, New Mexico. There's Mm -hmm. a privilege that Max and Isabel have of having grown up in a fairly traditional family with two parents who are very engaged and loving and stuff. And Max doesn't even realize that when he's saying that, how cruel that is to Michael. Yeah. 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 No, it's not as real that, but Michael doesn't have any kind of dad right now. He doesn't have anything even close has, to a real dad. Yeah. Right. He has a foster dad. And then he ha- apparently, you know, theoretically, if aliens are similar to humans in that they reproduce sexually, he mm-hmm. probably has a dad who's an alien that he will never meet or has never met, has no hope of meeting. Right. So it's like, so it's also like Max kind of being, not purposefully, but like just being mean. <laughs> it's not even your real dad who you don't even have a real dad. It's like, oh, okay, Max. It's also a weird place for him to like come at that from also not knowing his real dad, right? Yes. Though I think he's like, Phil Evans is my real dad. Sure, sure. But it's also, but Yeah. You're right. He's should not be throwing stones. Um, he <sighs> okay, and I'm gonna jump because I don't know that we have a ton to say about this episode, so I don't know that we no. have to go scene by scene. Yeah. But I'm gonna go to the other Max moment where I, I just and I will admit that this there's as a trilogy, this episode, the one after this one, and then the one after that one mm-hmm. is a place where Max and I get serious problems oh no yeah we get i get over it we move on sure um but this is the beginning and it's kind of starts when he is talking to michael who at this point we find out michael has been uh abused by his his foster father um now he is suspected of murder in the death or in the disappearance of his foster father Mm -hmm. and uh he doesn't know where he's gonna live he has no home and max is like yeah, it was really easy for you when you were living with your abusive foster father because yeah. no one expected anything of you. So you could just live down to expectations. And like, isn't it going to be so much harder now that people expect things of you? Yeah, now, now that, that you're not you can't beat just blame your- Hank. Yeah. Whew. I believe Whoa. I believe at that point in the show, I just uttered Jesus. <laughs> I think that is exactly what happened. I co-signed. That did happen. Like, and here... And, I guess at this point, and even all three episodes of, I won't call it the descent of Max, but it's where Max and Mogi have some issues. 
this is the beginning and it's this is real like this is not bad writing or bad acting this is just who this little twerp kid is yeah and you know like it is hard to ask a lot of a you know what is essentially a 16 year old boy you know what i mean 100 um that like i'm trying to put myself in uh in that role at mm-hmm. as a 16 year old boy and yeah. i'm sure that i i probably would have been even less i probably wouldn't have been as mean but probably just been less helpful you know what i mean yes i think that it i it's also one of those things where they consider each other family yeah but yeah. they don't come from the same experience and even like because i have conflicts with i have a younger brother and we have conflicts sometimes where i feel like he should have a certain set of values or like act in a certain way because in my head i'm like we're family we come from the same blood we were raised in the same house i don't understand why you don't do think of things the way i think of things yes uh and it's so it's a point of it's worse than like i have friends who also think differently than me but i can like not i don't take it as personally i guess <laughs> yeah yeah when yeah it's like, when it's your sibling you're like come on bro like this is you have right. no excuse to not do you're things like, the way i do them that's right yeah <laughs> you're like we have the same that our the dna of our past is the same mm-hmm. like why why are we not why are we not the same creature at the end Right, we should at least like agree about like what the right thing and the wrong thing is. Um and so I think yeah. there's a little bit of that with Michael and Max that they expect it's true that Michael expects Max to be much more driven to find their alien her- heritage. Mm-hmm. And it's that same thing of like dude, like we got it's us. Like this is our history. We got to find we got to find it. Um Well, but the, like the weird thing is like I am not at all clear on what max is driven by because like in this episode it's not even really him making any of the like sort of uh familial overtures to michael it's isabel that she's the one being like come have dinner with us and like play monopoly and then like when he storms out like she's the one going after him uh to be like hey you know like we're, we're just playing a game like have let's have fun and hang out um whereas like max is just sort of like lurking in the corner like, I, I don't know yeah. what he wants here other than just to say to Michael, like, I told you so or like, I, I don't know. His position is very strange to me. I think he, especially in the this part of the series, mm-hmm. his like because he blows everyone's cover, right? By saving Liz. Sure. But he then decides to act like it's very important that they maintain the status quo, even though he is the one who destroyed the status quo. Right. Right. So it's like a weird, and again, maybe I will talk more about his hypocrisy. (laughs) These episodes go, (laughs) but like, it's this sense of like, he's, he wants everyone to obey in his head. And, and maybe I'm projecting because I do this to people, but like, he wants people to obey the rules that he set out in his head, whether or not he is going to do them himself. Sure. Yeah. No, I get that. Like, and maybe even like becoming more obsessed with the idea of enforcing the rules as he's breaking them. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, Max. Um, we have to talk about poor Michael at the Evans house. Yes. Um, it's, poor Michael. It's tough for poor Michael. 
uh, he sits down to dinner with them and they all serve their food family style. So he starts serving himself. Which and seemingly serves himself all the meat. <laughs> he serves himself a lot of meat. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Isabel kind of tries to correct him or does correct him. It makes him feel awkward. Well, yeah, and she does he, it in a shitty way too, right? Yeah, Where, she's not nice about it. No, because he, he's he's like, what? Well, she she says like, okay, you know, we normally wait until everyone is is seated before we start serving ourselves, and he goes, why? Which like, okay, like that's <laughs> that's a weird combative thing. Not just be like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> but she she her response is to be polite. Yep, <laughs> to not be a rude jerk like you. <laughs> And then he oh, doesn't like the green away. bean stuff. And it's like, all right, well, I wouldn't like that either. I, right. I don't know. He's a square peg in a round hole in this place. Then he, they play Monopoly. He's very bad at Monopoly. Because guess what? He's never had a dream of home ownership. <laughs> he doesn't know about collecting rent and being a, a money baron. Yep. No, so he, he, knows, he knows nothing about it. He knows nothing. So it's bad news bears for him. And <laughs> Isabel tries to give him some Monopoly money so he can keep playing. And Phil is not, Philip is not down. Right. And Mr. immediately, Evans is like, nope. Immediately, you and I are like, that's right, Mr. Evans. <laughs> enforce, <laughs> enforce those rules of the game. If Otherwise, what are we even doing? Game, yeah. If you're going to play a game, follow yeah. the rules and try to win. Those are the, it, you can choose not to play games. That's your option. If you don't like rules, don't play games. But especially, oh, like there are a number of games where like I do like to just sort of play them. Like uh, Catchphrase is a game that I Mm -hmm. love just like passing that thing around forever. Sure. That's great. Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. Let's just pull Mm -hmm. cards and like ask each other questions. Yeah. Amazing. That's a great night. Um, But Monopoly, you need to play Monopoly like it is a real game with real rules and you really have to pay the rent. And when you're out of money, you're really done playing. Otherwise, the game goes on forever and means nothing. It means nothing. Yes. Then it's just like drawing community chess cards every once in a while. Like, what are we doing? And then someone gets second place in the beauty contest. And that's the only thing that happens. Yeah. Collect your $200. That's all it is. It's boring as hell. Now, um, famously, you and I are, are pro-rules people. Uh, true. So famously. We... <laughs> famously. It's like one of the first three things you learn about us when you get to know us. <laughs> Especially if we're playing a game at the time. <laughs> okay, but that actually is true. If, <laughs> if you are playing a game with us, you will come to learn very quickly that you and I care deeply about the rules. Deeply about the rules, like mm-hmm. to make jokes. Yes. I don't know what the third thing you would learn. I don't about know what the third, <laughs> I don't know the third thing. Is. There'd be jokes, serious <laughs> questions about mm-hmm. the rules, and uh, booze probably. Probably booze. That would be the third okay, thing you learn. That's the third thing. Go down to drink. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the, I, we were we were meant to be though in that situation, and I said this when we were talking about it. Yes, rules are important and enforcing them is important. But like at this point, Michael is the guest. <laughs> so it's also okay if you start to play Monopoly and realize that doesn't work with this kid, switch to sorry. Switch yeah. to war. I don't care. Like if if 
if you start a game and you can tell that your guest is not into it. Right. You can do something else. You can do anything else. Well, and Monopoly is particularly cruel in that it is an elimination game, right? The, uh-huh. you, uh, the, if there's a game where someone wins and the gameplay ends with that person winning, that's way different than a game ending after everyone else loses, you know? 100%. Like, they have to keep playing this game of Monopoly even after um, uh, Michael loses all of his money. And then what's he doing? Nothing? Watching them play. Terrible. It would be horrible. It would be like that time that she he watched them play basketball. I can't remember if he watched them or we just watched them play basketball. But it, we had to watch them play basketball once. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it does not work out at the Evans household. No. So he goes to Maria's household where there's drama happening that is not even about him. No, there's not at all. drama. That's right. And mom is like, I just want to get my dick wet. Um, and I don't <laughs> want my daughter to be judging me about it. And, and Maria is judging she's her She's judging. But as you pointed out, the sheriff could have put his pants completely on before coming out of the bedroom. <laughs> that's, that's true. But that, that's, that's, uh, that's foul play on, on his part, not on her part. Sure. But she that's awkward. That um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Mrs. Maria, Maria's mom is dating the sheriff. They're kind of cute together, though. It's the, I, mean, I will say I will think it's the cutest that we have seen the sheriff thus far on this show, because usually he's just a jerk villain. Right. And he did stop Max from getting shot after the wrestling match or after the uh, at the convention la- mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Well, for us, it was several months ago, but oh, a couple episodes it. ago. I love it. Every time, it's just it's a couple weeks ago. I love it. It's a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, so, like, he, we've seen a part of the sheriff that maybe he is a good sheriff. Maybe he's not evil. But this is the first time we've seen him smile a bunch, flirt. Yeah. Eat pie? I mean, there's, I think, uh, the actress, Diane Farr, right? Mm-hmm. playing uh, uh amy yes yeah um that she uh is a i first i i like her i don't know what it is there's the, like i just i like that actress um mm-hmm. and i feel like she has a softening presence around uh like other actors yes. like because she she was on rescue me right yes she was um, on rescue she was definitely on a dennis leary project yeah and made dennis leary seem less objectionable by proximity which he needs on those he, shows. He does need someone to trick us into think, thinking he's less objectionable. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't watch a ton of Rescue Me, but one yeah. of my roommates um, in, in Chicago uh, really liked the show. So it was on like a lot in the apartment. Okay. Um, so like I couldn't tell you what any of like the arcs of the show are or even what any of the character names, but I do know that uh I do know that she is in there and that she makes everyone uh just kind of like m- more pleasant. Better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dennis played Tommy. <laughs> um and I think his ex-sister-in-law was Sheila. But anyway, here's the point. <laughs> um that yes. was a that show came out in a time where anti-hero dramas yes 
were not as plentiful. Like this is pre Mad Men. This is pre Breaking Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And post Sopranos though. Post Sopranos, post nine eleven, because that's part of the plot of the show. Right. Um. And I would say like the first season, there were some really interesting ideas on that show. It got really dramatic, and then at one point, Tommy's son gets hit by a drunk driver and dies. Whoa. Like the show is always about his grief, like his his uh, yeah. cousin and best friend, whatever, uh, died in nine eleven, and was a ghost who would talk to him and stuff. And like he, it, the show is always about like the pain of his losses. But then, like I don't know, three or four seasons in, then his he lost his son. That's like, really that's really so funny. That, like that's the rescue me equivalent of introducing a new character is introducing a new trauma, a new death, exactly <laughs> a new horrible thing that like how could anyone get past. <laughs> And I kept watching the show for a little bit after that, but it was like, it, it was just so painful. Whereas, was that an early FX show? Yes, and it was. I think post Nip Tuck, so it wasn't like the first one. Oh, I think it was concurrent with Nip Tuck, right? Or like when they moved out to LA. Is that right? I mean, I don't think they. Do are you saying there was crossovers? No, 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 I'm, I'm saying that they... Oh, they, I think they the ran at the, at the same, same time, time but yeah. I feel like Nip Tuck... Yeah, probably... Uh, had, you know, yeah. had kind of originated. Um, <laughs> Nip Tuck is very college to me because we used to watch it on DVD, or at least one oh. summer we kept... It. And there was... Because that show is very tough. There is a character on that show, and this is so off topic, and we, we'll get back to it, but... <laughs> there's some shipper stuff we haven't even talked about, but... There's an episode of Nip Tuck where a guy, a, a teenage boy, gives himself a circumcision. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Nip Tuck. One of your Nip Tuck. Yes, and I remember we all watched it, and it was like I, it was my roommates who are most who are women, but then like there were some guys with this. But it was like a mixed group of us, and we yeah. just like watched that episode, and then we just like went out on. We were just like all decide we like turned off the dvd <laughs> we like all stood up and just like went to the porch because <laughs> we were like we can't we can't right now <laughs> the people who smoked smoked everyone else just sat quietly in silence in silence you're like i can't believe we just watched that uh Ooh. communally uh but on this show the toughest yes. thing you have to watch is a crying michael which <gasps> is is so hard to watch because he shows up at maria's window mm-hmm. it is raining there yep. is moody music playing and she does she let him in the window or does she like go to she the front lets door him in the window? Okay. Cause her right. mom's at home right. and she just gave her mom a whole speech about, uh, going slow with boys. <laughs> <laughs> and she's also, but prior to this, she doesn't know what's going on with Michael. And she has been giving this whole speech to Liz about like, just say no. They're like drugs. Like boys are like drugs. Just say no. Right. And right. your problems are solved. Um, so she tries to know him. But as soon as she kind of gets a good look at his face, she's like, oh, shit, stuff is this is real. He needs me or someone. Wait a minute. Um, Hold on. I'm just remembering something. So uh, the episode starts with Maria giving Liz uh, some sort of I thought this was going to be like I I had a a very special episode in my mind. Um, So when when she gave her the, the like drops that she said were like for relaxation i was like ah it's a it's a drug thing she's giving her like liquid heroin or something (laughs) um and then so she gives herself a hit of this uh like relaxation drop when she sees michael right yes 
to chill herself out. Okay. And so we're just supposed to like accept this at face value that like she just has some <laughs> some like relaxing thing. Yes. I mean, she okay. says that she right. gets it from her mother. They're also playing up the hippie angle of her mother. Mm, like they point. flat out call her a hippie in this episode. So I play that up a little bit more. Um, but it is an ongoing thing with her that she likes her tinctures. Okay. okay. So this is not the things you thought might have paid off about the tincture may pay off later because it's a thing. She's okay. a tincture right. girl. Got um it. It. But yes, she does. She gives yes, don't forget. Uh but yeah, she drops it on her tongue. He's still there. Cause she kind of acts like maybe he's a mirage. It's not clear what she's thinking. I mean, she's <laughs> right. act the acting in this scene is great, but it's still like she's a little discombobulated. Yeah. Um and then he It's comes a confusing in. thing. It's a confusing thing yes. to experience. A hundred percent. Uh, especially because the di- their dynamic is in the past has been like bicker at each other or make right. out. Right. So like this is neither of those things. Right. Um, this is 100%. He just needs like emotional and physical support. Right. Um, so he and, gets into the room. He's soaking yeah. wet. Sleeves gone. No more sleeves. No more sleeves. She's wiping off all the rain off of him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and he starts he- to break down on he starts to break down. Does she guide him to the bed or does he go to the bed on his own? I think she guides him, but he's ready to lay down. I think. <laughs> he's like, I need to get off my feet. And they do this thing and you totally, it's totally so that he, he kind of curls up on his side um, and she spoons him. She's, mm-hmm. she plays the big spoon and gives him support. Uh, it's very sweet. It is very um, sweet. And... Yeah, it's. I feel like it's very instinctual in terms of their relationship of what her figuring out what he needs. Um, yeah. yeah, and this was this is like my my favorite part of the episode in that she like expressly gives him permission not to talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is you know in in as stark as possible contrast to his siblings who just want to find out what's going on and fix yep. it. And then talk about it behind his back, even though he's like, don't tell anyone. Right. Um, so, yeah. So I think that she is there for him. And I think she also, we see a little of what her relationship with her mother is like, but clearly it's a much different dynamic than what's at the Evans household, too. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not calling her mother abusive in any way, but I think she also just understands his sadness in a way that Max and Isabel don't understand. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I like that. That tracks, and also like with the um, understanding, like you just said, that like there's nothing abusive happening there, but like they have a more like openly confrontational. Like this is something mm-hmm. that I I liked about um, uh, Maria's mom coming in and being like, "Hey, so I just need you to give me space and not judge me so much." Like that's a very yeah. um, like that is like a very open relationship that is uh, comfortable with having disagreements or confronting things directly, mm-hmm. um, which is obviously more in line with what Michael experiences at home. Uh, yeah. Even if, you know, he has it to a, a negative extreme. Right. But it isn't, it's, it also isn't the, the very conventional nuclear family dynamic that yes. Max yes. and uh, Isabel, and to a certain extent you see it with Liz's parents though. Um, yeah. 
we haven't seen a ton of them yet but it's like that because like my like max says it's not like he's your real father if he's your real father you'd have to respect him and do whatever he said and if he hit you you'd have to like protect him what max what you talk about Oh, Max, you idiot. I know. I, know. I think that the, the gulf between, and I know Max is dead on the other show. We'll get to it. But <laughs> I think the gulf between the two Maxes is as big as it ever is in terms of my level of affection. Though it'll get worse. Like I said, we're in a yeah. rough stretch of Max episodes for me. I, 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 now maybe I shouldn't have said anything to you because I would, I kind of want to, I want your hot take. Once you see sure. the next few episodes, well, I shall I shall do my honest best to give okay. you a, a, an unswayed uh, hot take uh, about what what Max is what Max is fucking up in the next two episodes. Because all the aliens are still going to be around, because Michael acts like he's going to hitchhike out of town, but of course he chickens out and decides to make omelets. And um, that's that's very funny. There's like nothing that happens in that hitchhiking scene that like changes his mind, right? He just <laughs> he just doesn't go through with he it. He plays with the rocks, and then the the trucker is like, um, "What is there even to do in Roswell?" I yeah. don't think we ever get any confirmation or reason to think it's true, but I do believe there is a fan theory, or at least a headcanon that I have mm. that that could be the fourth alien who's driving the truck. Now that is interesting because I also had that thought as he was talking. Because um, the way he talks is a little, but I don't. But and part of me thought we saw something that indicated that, but nothing canon in this episode indicates that. But I, for some reason, I thought that that truck because he's almost too much. He's like overly southern. Yeah, and yep. just stopping through town and says exactly the right things to get Michael's head where it needs to be um i mean that that tracks though because well i mean let's get into uh the like uh developments with hank yes is um you know hank uh threatens michael with his gun michael mm -hmm. blasts him away with powers um and that causes hank to like go on a bender or something yep. he starts to run off and then is uh quickly replaced by the fourth alien who is yes. shape-shifted into him um, yeah yes and has murdered him somehow uh yep. and you know later he'll check in with the sheriff and then bury the body hank's real body in the woods um mm -hmm. and then transform into a different shape yep. um so but like uh, that's not inconsistent with what we see uh from the um like if the goal of the fourth alien is just to get close to michael mm -hmm. taking on the role of that hitchhiker could be part of it a hundred percent or not the hitchhiker but the truck driver yeah the truck driver and there seems to be and we don't know all the motivations but mm -mm. this person hurt michael and michael kind of revealed himself to this guy to hank and then and we oh by the way uh this because when we first hear it we're like oh this who cares because we know michael didn't do it but hank was tortured to death and oh. other trailer that's what the sheriff because the sheriff's like people heard noises uh of hank being tortured uh it sounded like a dog being tortured so Interesting. well and, and we may have been chatting to, during that yeah sorry about that so <laughs> the sheriff like when he confronts michael and he's like what did you know essentially accusing michael of doing something um so we 
and at the, like you said, at the time, you kind of write it off of, like, the sheriff's just full of junk. But now that we know Hank has been killed or is dead. Um, so this so this alien maybe yeah, is trying to protect Michael or is trying to get information or, like, yeah. oh, you know. Yeah. It, who there's, knows? There's something I mean, he's on. not safe. No. But... <laughs> He's not safe. He will put you in the trunk and take your face. Um, <laughs> but then also ditch it immediately. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just he'll, and he'll only do like three digs into the ground and toss you in. Um, three good digs. Three strong digs. Honestly, I've been thinking about it. Like, if I wasn't going to get caught, I wouldn't bury bodies. Burying bodies is so much work. Oh, oh no God. kidding. It's I, especially, uh, And like in the desert, too, you got to go extra deep in like loose sand. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Let's not do it. Let's not bury any bodies. Uh, but oh my god. Okay, so this is an episode of this show that I love. Uh, but I am so psyched to watch the second episode of the second season of Roswell, oh, New Mexico. Hell yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay. I am so sad about Rosa's inevitable return to her drug addiction. Yeah, I that that was one of the like big involuntary reactions of the episode was uh I was never I, I never dreamed when I was using. We were both like, Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, Rosa, no. No, no, no. No, girl, no. Uh, but you understand, hey. but like I get it. this uh i like this episode it had some Mm -hmm. serious like episode two vibes right where it was like the first episode was all these huge mythological moves all of these enormous plot Mm -hmm. points and then like not really anything happened in this one you know what i mean no not in that big way it was more setting it felt like yeah things were like moving along at a pace like setting certain things up well Um, and and like establishing like the kind of the new character dynamics but you know like i love that the episode started with this like um montage of them like sort of getting together in like mm -hmm. you know one sort of alien resurrection unit um and like you know getting their new like secret base which is like super secure but also really dirty (laughs) it has all the latest security but also Uh lots of beakers and dust from the last people who were there (laughs) just like overturned tables and shit (laughs) but it's cool i mean yeah they needed a base i think it's Mm -hmm. i think it shows the strength of combining the military got you know alex's military stuff with liz's skill set like i really liked that but you're right there's a lot of things that i think a lot of times come you're right second episode or back half of the first episode of the season where it's like okay this is what the kind of storylines because even we have in this episode it's pretty much completely random like later we may find out she's an alien and it makes sense yada yada but like kyle just kind of meets a girl yeah yep here's just a new girl who like is seemingly only there to like get in his way or yeah, like, like maybe if this was a different show she would be a ghost because she only appears 
<laughs> she she may be a ghost. Like, she may be a ghost. Uh, who but knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, but yeah, so like that, it it that is, and I, you have to start somewhere, right? And yes. we're gonna have established characters and new characters, so that's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, she she, she kind of appears. We she have and what, what so like her deal kind of uh was lost on me because like first she appears uh to kind of like dunk on uh dunk on Kyle about like some something that they discovered in like the blood work and then uh, like argue with him about universal healthcare and like yeah. between between those two things uh who she is or what she is was sort of lost on me yeah i mean i think he reveals that she is the daughter of the dean of the head of the hospital right okay so there's definitely like a spoiled little poor little rich girl thing because she's also doing her nails in the um the junior mint area what do they call the observation (laughs) deck oh you're right you're right it's the junior mint area it was renamed after that episode of Seinfeld it's a very iconic episode but like she's she's just sitting there doing her nails Mm-hmm. Um, with nail polish remover, which as we know is the um anesthesia slash drug of choice of aliens. Right. And we but I see think it might be a false flag, but Right, but we do see it's like set up in even this episode that uh Michael is chugging it in their secret headquarters. Yes. So it's I think we're definitely supposed to notice that she has it, but I don't know that we're supposed to know if that means anything. Um, mm-hmm. And what are we to make of her, uh, you know, Ayn Randian politics? I don't know. She she is so like snotty, and I don't mind her. I'm not. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but she is so snotty that I'm like, I don't even know if I believe she believes anything she's saying. <laughs> sure, like, you think she's I just think picking she's a fight? Yeah, I think she wants to fuck with with Kyle. And she even like yeah. makes a whole point of talking about his biceps and stuff. Like I think she's just like doesn't really know how to flirt well. And so her move is just like pick on him. Because she also like reads his charts over his shoulder and is like, yeah, that's an inorganic thing that's never been found in a human before. Yeah. Which that's pretty again, it's kind of, it's snotty. And again, I don't mind her. But I'm like, no, no, not at all. But it I, is, it is confused. Like I'm still trying to get like a bead on who, like, what, where does she come from? Why yeah. is she hassling our boy Kyle? Like, yeah, exactly. what's going on? Um, and you, you posited while we were watching that like they just need someone else for Kyle to like bounce shit off of. <laughs> yes, that's like, my no one, Like Rosa doesn't really give a shit about him. Uh, Liz doesn't really give a shit about him anymore. Like mm-hmm. he needs someone to interact with. Yeah, I think right now that's where I'm leaning on her. Now we did find out, and I don't need her to be alien related, but we did find out that at least, which we didn't know at all, at least Michael's mom mm-hmm. lived among humans after the crash. Yeah, because we know a bunch of aliens got rounded up in that prison, but we didn't know the story from the crash between the crash and when they got rounded up in the prison. So at least some aliens have lived among Roswellians. Right. And I guess one of the uh, is it like a, a 
is it nice that Alex does this, that he like reveals to uh, Michael that his mother went by the name uh, Nora Fre- Freeman? Truman. Truman, Truman. I knew it was something where it's like, the the name is too obviously you know like uh yeah i'm i'm susan real woman you yeah, know? yeah i think it's like real woman and it's also probably like she saw a newspaper sure <laughs> you know Do what i mean defeat. like yes <laughs> she's like oh look um it may even be the dewey defeats truman newspaper picture of him holding it up and she's gonna be like no no nor i no, am neither nor <laughs> Truman. Um but we'll find it. I hope we'll get flashbacks. Uh yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. Especially because all those people, as far as we know, are de- all those aliens are dead. So the only time we're gonna find out more about them is in a flashback. <laughs> it's in flashback. <laughs> um but so that's interesting. So that I feel like opens mm-hmm. up the potential for like all it would take is a couple aliens not to get caught back in the forties. Yeah, they sure. could have they could make babies with a human like she could be a core. She could be a 16th alien. Right. I don't right. know. I have no, no idea. No. I'm uh, just to- spitballing. Well, and especially because the show is uh, currently making us rest with like another uh, alien pregnancy. Right. Yes. Uh, with Isabella and Noah's baby. The lentil. Um, the lentil. Um, I also like it that she thinks an app is going to be able to tell an alien on alien baby. It's not even a it's not even part human. No, it is just totally alien. It's a total alien baby. You think an app knows how to track it? Like, I mean, what other resource does she have though? Like that's maybe true. she's like, I look kind of human, he looked kind of human. I mean, and very much saw, human. Yes, it and she saw the human. ultrasound. And the ultrasound, true. it looked I mean, it looked like a a typical woman who is pregnant gets an ultrasound. Like it wasn't. Right. Like it had horns or something in the ultrasound. <laughs> or like tentacles. Exactly. There were no tentacles in the ultrasound. Right. Um, and I do like how she has such like this resistance to doctors and science while she need, but more than anyone else right now, she needs a doctor. <laughs> yes. So uh, obviously the, the show is leaning in really hard into, and actually a lot of like the political um, themes from mm-hmm. the, the first season of the show are like, starting to like reactivate now yeah um like i i real i didn't realize that that was something that i missed in the first episode of this season um that is just so like plot focused that there isn't really room for like theme or metaphor or anything yeah. um and like in this one you know like there's all sorts of uh you know the the pro-choice stuff the mm-hmm. um uh you know the video of the guy being like we need to build the wall and you know drunk mexican blah 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 um and like race war like all that stuff is back um but i really liked how uh they were leaning into the like you uh isabel's going to choose to set herself free um and like you sort of uh were a step ahead of it where you were like she's gonna try to give herself uh, an abortion with that uh alien poison yeah she stole an alien because she found a bunch of alien poisons first she got Mm -hmm. mad that there were alien poisons and it's like Girl, girl, you didn't even know there was a fourth alien six months ago. You're going to tell me there's no other aliens and none of them could be evil. By the way, also Noah, and I don't know if you heard it, but he said they were coming. There was an yeah. ascension party or yeah. something. So like, what? Do you, yeah, if we have alien poison, we shouldn't get rid of it. Anyway, she steals one of the alien poisons. 
Right. I thought she was going to either jab herself or ultrasound wand herself. But instead, she just like puts it on her finger mm-hmm. and then into her mouth. Yeah. What's happening? What is she doing? <laughs> well, and then I was like, oh, my God, is she going to kill herself? Because that right. would be interesting if she like tried to OD. Um, I mean, I, I don't mean, want may- her, the character to go yeah. away, but. Maybe she's just trying to give herself enough poison to like kill the fetus. Like, do you know what I mean? That yeah. like putting herself in enough like mortal danger that but I don't um, she wouldn't be able to carry the baby anymore. Yeah, I mean, not oh, here. Uh, terminating pregnancy is something that should be done in a safe clinical environment, yes. not at home. Yes, so let's start with that. Right. Second, don't poison yourself. That is not your most effective way. Of no, taking care as, of the situation. Even of the not good ways to take care of it, this is like one of the worst ones one I've of ever the worst. heard of. Go to your doctor friend Throw who is a doctor. Down the stairs is a better <laughs> option. I'm not saying it's a good option. <laughs> Throw yourself down the stairs is a better option. Right. Also, a, but a bad option. Bad, don't do it. Don't do it. Better than licking a little poison off your finger. You have no idea what effect that's going to have. None. Um, anyway, but she needs to, she needs to, I do like that the storyline was not really about Noah at all. It's more about Isabel facing her fear and taking control of her choices. Yes. Even if the way she handled it wasn't the way I would recommend, or even a way I wouldn't recommend. She just picked a weird way I wouldn't have even guessed at. Wouldn't even rank to my top seven. Right. You wouldn't even know to recommend not doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because when she, because at first I thought it was a syringe. Me too. But then when you see it, it's just like a, I guess maybe that's also called, it's like a turkey baster kind of syringe. Sure. Sure. Like the kind of syringe that they would use on the, uh, on the Great British Baking Show. Right. Exactly. (laughs) That kind of syringe. Right. So then I was like, oh, maybe she's going to insert it and like spray it up in her vagina like up into her uterus hopefully yes but that's not with the movie there so it said she sips a little bit we'll see yeah i I mean maybe maybe she was maybe she's like just starting to test out like what the effects of uh like the poison you know like what the poison actually does to her is starting to like understand her own vulnerabilities to it Mm -hmm. and maybe getting to a point where she's like okay i know i can take this much of it now let's put it in my body, uh, but like localized on the fetus that'll maybe kill it and I'll survive. You know, like maybe yeah. she's starting to do some scientific work there. Yeah, maybe she's um, inspired by Liz. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not possible. enough. Not enough to ask her for help. No, who Liz would be so psyched for that project. She would die. She would like live for that. Yeah, Both, she'd love it. She'd love to terminate that pregnancy. She'd also love to help you get through the pregnancy. She's here either way. Yeah. She just wants the science part. That's right. Um, and she would love to use that alien poison. Oh, my God. She wants to use it so bad. Oh, my God. You know what she would really love to do? Hmm. She'd love to use the stem cells of the fetus. Oh, yeah, she would. <laughs> but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Or behind ourselves. Or behind ourselves. <laughs> um, because Liz has a bigger fish to fry, and her that fish is her sister, who is not willing to hang around Max's house waiting for, I don't even know what Liz thinks Rosa is waiting on. Yeah. Kind of 
forever, right? Just forever. waiting. Yeah. She's waiting on forever. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good I, strategy. No. Well, and uh, it's a shame because that bedroom that she's hanging out in is super mm-hmm. cool. We discussed oh, this. It's got a lot of awesome wood in it. That mm-hmm. door is amazing. Yes. The, the like uh, headboard on the bed is like super rustic and cool. So like, cool. Built-in bookshelves mm-hmm. that are gorgeous. And she's got all of her, you know, turn of the millennium music on that iPod. Like, yes. She's living the good life. She wants more. She wants to really live. She goes and she does some graffiti around town including uh, at the crash down. So, and she watches her dad see her graffiti. It's very sad. Yeah. Um, and then she goes to her own grave and sees that there's graffiti there. Someone but has written. Is, yeah. Someone it's has written. It's not stencil graffiti. No, no, no. And it's not like a strange pun. Take me to your human or whatever that was. What is it? What does it say? I, th- I think it was like, I, I don't believe in humans. We don't believe, I don't in, believe humans. in humans. Like it's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, it's no, it's nothing that clever. It just says murderer. Murderer. And so she finally uses the internet as God intended and looks up <laughs> her own death, watches some videos and realizes what happened and um, that she was vilified by. She, she died a villain. She didn't know she died right. a villain. And died a villain as a result of Max's actions. Yes, she finds that out from Kyle. Right, which makes uh, her being haunted by, um, like, psychic Max uh, all the more frustrating for her. Yes, and the actress who plays Rosa is amazing. She rules. She's all so All of these layers good. are right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. And the scenes with Liz, like, they always feel like big sister, little sister scenes. Mm-hmm. And the Rosa kind of just like putting in Liz's face, hey, this guy that you're like working to save that you, and she kept saying you choose to love, this guy yeah. that you choose to be with oh, is. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. She's like, the guy you choose to love is the guy who framed me for murder and let everyone, let everyone attack our father. Yeah. That's and- really interesting to like, uh, Pose like to have Rosa saying that like you choose to love that guy and have mm-hmm. that in the same episode as um, Isabel uh, choosing to set herself free from yeah. her fear. Um, mm-hmm. Like it, it, the interesting the like ideas of like what is a choice and what is not a choice. That's all. That's all very cool. Yeah. And well, and the choosing thing also really fits with Rosa her personality and Mm -hmm. i think how you have to be if you're in recovery right of addiction it's like every day you have to choose you can't let fate decide whether or not you're going to keep using you can't you know you can't ride it out and see oh you know if i want to drink then that'll be a sign i should have a drink it's like no it's like you're constantly having to like go against instincts or things that feel like instincts in order to make good choices and the way we hear the story and I, I mean, if this show ends and we never meet Liz and Rose's mom, I will be so disappointed because <laughs> yeah. there's so much drama with her. But we find out that when they were kids, Liz's mom drove drunk with both of them in the car and Rosa like came for her. Um, and that's another yeah. piece of like not cutting someone, not holding people responsible for the choices they make and focusing on choices in that way. Yeah, um, 
Well, and like to to that end, um, you know, uh, Rosa throughout the episode is, uh, you know, like she tells her sister, like she doesn't need um, addiction counseling on online. Uh, and there's like one other time, I, I forget the exact context where she says, like, I know how to like, I know how to be addicted. Like, yep. I, like I, I know how to live with addiction. Um, and then it is at the end of the episode when she is making the choice to drink, yep. right? Like she's not succumbing to her addiction. She is doing it because she knows it will get rid of the vision of Max. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, that like issue of choice is just like super in play. Yep. Well, and she's also kind of, I mean, Max at this point is begging uh, for her to listen to him because he has only, he doesn't have any other power to exercise. So she's right. also like cutting off his only option too. Like she's taking his choice or his. Uh, yeah. His agency. Uh, his agency away just completely. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so good. And I'm glad it took two episodes for it to happen so that we could get, cause I really was hungry for La Rosa to find out about her. Um, about the reality of her death yeah but i'm glad it was given more room in this episode i think if if they had tried to fit it in the premiere we wouldn't have gotten some of the oh yeah stuff in this episode. no way I, the, the premiere had so much other it just <laughs> just like the, to uh, approaching like the physical reality of what was happening <laughs> That's required the whole hour yeah. now here's a storyline that i feel like i ho- we'll see because there's a lot of more episodes and i've seen none of them <laughs> so i don't know it's not like the other right. show where i can tell you how mad i'll be at max in two episodes <laughs> but i do right now feel like especially when i rewatch the show from the finale to the beginning like as i do a rewatch i will feel flip floppy with the michael alex of it all because yeah michael went to maria was at the end of last season, he played. They played guitar together. They had this like very sweet moment. He made a whole point of like things with Alex were too hard. He wanted to be with somebody who made him feel good. Who whatever. Yeah. Then in the beginning of this ep- the begin then last episode, he's back to being confused or being like torn, and then breaks up with Alex again, <laughs> and then makes out with some random chick. And it's like I don't know that every I don't want this to be every other episode he has a sweet moment with Maria and that, cause they're getting me invested in this Michael Maria thing. I guess that's the bottom line that I'm frustrated by. I don't want to <laughs> well, be invested in this. I right, have a but, ship for him. A right. different one. But like that relationship does a little bit suck right now. Right? Like, yeah. And not- Alex, I think is not one. He's dealing with his own stuff. He's got his dad. He's got his other stuff. Right. And I don't know that he's, Yeah, I think that I don't begrudge either of them for not being together. I'm not mad at Michael for not w- playing the angsty. Like, yeah. he really does. He wants to be with somebody who it feels good and easy and um, someone that he can make happy who can make him happy. Yeah, well, and I just, but like, I do wonder if that is Maria or like if, if she. You know, because like that that scene at where he like comes to um is it the wild pony? Is that the name yes. of the bar? Okay. Um and you know, is like, oh, I'm just gonna guard the place while you're sleeping in it at night, which I know is something you're doing because you think your mother may come back here. Yeah. Um and like he 
he like goes to like wipe away a tear and she like pulls away from yeah. it and he like goes in for a kiss and she like moves away from it. Yeah. Um, and it's not until like the third attempt to like get in on her face that she <laughs> <laughs> that she like lets that happen. Yeah. Um, like it's hard to tell if I mean I my read is that she's not really into it. I think she has been into it. And then mm. he can ask, like, because remember last week, I mean, from her perspective, we yeah, saw no, the Alex. Right. She didn't see the Alex scenes. She just saw him show up at her bar drunk, be right. rude. Take oh, fight. Right. He, was, right. he was rude to her at the funeral. Oh, yeah. And she tried to talk to him in a nice way. And he was, like, totally rude to her. He shows up at her bar drunk. He, like, makes out with some Lindsay. <laughs> Which is really funny how they use Lindsay as like a slur on this show. Um, it's, some, very, some it's very funny. <laughs> Hold um, on, quick, quick sidebar. Um, so I, I'm, uh, I'm currently working at a like a sustainable home goods place. Yes. Uh, uh, managing their uh, deliveries, and it's good that they're able to do these deliveries because like people need soap and people need toilet paper and stuff like 100%. that. One hundred percent. But it has been very funny to me over the last week how many new customers we have named Jessica. Weird. <laughs> Everyone who wants to get sustainable or zero waste home goods and soaps and stuff like that, yeah. they're all named Jessica. Also a number of Ashleys as well. Jessica's and Ashleys. It's not. Here's the thing. I've thought about this. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. there were so many Jessica. I went to school with so many Jessicas and Jennifers. So yes. many. But yeah, I feel like I as an adult, Jennifers, yeah. I've like gotten rid of pretty much all the Jessicas. <laughs> but now I know what they were doing. They were laying in wait for a pandemic yep. to order sustainable <laughs> zero waste products. Yeah. And they're doing a good job of it. It's good. Net positive for Jessica. But we can assume that Lindsay's are different animals than Jessica's. Certainly in Roswell. Uh, <laughs> they are different. But yeah, so I guess, I so for me, I feel like she feels like he kind of jerked her around and now he's back to being a sweet boy. Mm-hmm. So I guess I didn't have as much as she's not into it as much as she's like, am I going to... And this kind of has been their dynamic the whole series is like... Am I going to give in to this guy? Yeah, like kind of. Is he full of it? Do I need to protect myself from him? Yes. And like, what can I, do I trust him with feelings? Mm -hmm. And he has not shown himself exceptionally trustworthy with feelings. No. But But, he'll be outside the bar. (laughs) Well, okay. That was the other thing is, did you read it as he's really thinking he's going to be outside the bar by himself in that trailer? Mm. Or did he bring his shagging wagon to her office? That's how I felt like it was. Oh, see now I, I think, I think he does. He, he sees himself as like a, a, a physical protector, right? Like he got into, um, right like a fight with that uh what, what's yes. that character's name that he uh, uh freaking willie long that's not his name what's his uh yeah it's it's like long right yeah. anyway 
Yeah. He he got into a fight with that guy because he was just like looking to, uh, you know, to defend someone's honor. Yes. Um, so like, I think in his mind, you know, camping outside to be like the protectorate of the wild pony is like that, that fits into that fiction just perfectly. So like, I think he does. Uh, I, I don't think he's anticipating hooking up with her in that trailer. Okay. Cause here's, I guess maybe, maybe he wasn't, but to me, what turned it was when she made a, she did her little cute thing of being like, mm -hmm. you can sleep outside my trailer, but only in a casual, non-exclusive way. Right. So to me, that was the moment where I was like, oh, she's using metaphor. <laughs> right. But then also after uh, non-exclusive said, and, but you can't hook up with any more Lindsay's. Right. She's like, you can still be in love with my best friend, Alex. Because that's the other part that she's not dealing with. I don't know what she's thinking on it. Mm -hmm. I don't. And I'm sure we will find out. I'm sure they will interact again. Um, oh, my God. How, it was also really sad. Oh, poor Alex. When Alex and Michael were talking and Michael's essentially like, I'm going to give it a shot with Maria because she doesn't have as much baggage as you. And then he's like, you know what? If I could be in love with or if I could be with Maria DeLuca, I would, too. She's great. Yeah, was that like, was oh. that was sad and sweet. It's <laughs> like poor Alex. Well, and then <sighs> Alex watches his dad have like some kind of heart attack. What? What? Some kind of convulsion. Some kind of something. <gasps> yes. Okay. Just put it out there. Okay. We know that aliens can have contact with you and kill you. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's another thing that I just thought of, but I meant to say, okay. So, okay. So I guess I'm saying, uh, Kyle's new girlfriend could be an alien and she could have done it by contact at the, the, yes, uh, the okay. new girl who's hanging around the hospital could right. be an alien killer, but also, and this could all, I'm not saying these two theories are different. Did you notice how bad the blonde wig was on the woman who was walking by Alex as he came in to the, um, hospital? I did not notice, no. I should have called it out. I meant to. But as he's walking in, now it could just be that this extra has very fake hair. But as he's like walking in the door before he sees his brother, mm -hmm. um, as he's walking, there's a, and he kind of looks at her, but there's a blonde woman in a, um, a doctor, like a doctor's coat. Is that what sure. you call the white coat? Whatever. A white coated yeah, yeah. woman with a like a clearly a blonde wig. And you just see the back of her walk through. So we could find out that that person was a killer. I don't know. Is there any the way? Is there any way that he is connected to the alien baby inside Isabel and is reacting to the poison that she just ate? Yes. <laughs> it's definitely possible i don't know how he wouldn't uh, yeah, want to neither. be connected to her no but like he was hunting aliens right yes so hmm i don't know i'm just saying i'm just saying there were a lot of things happening concurrently yes don't there understand. a lot of things happen yeah so it could be any of the i think it's supposed to be a mystery right now yeah but we'll Agreed. start putting the pieces together um, I'm trying to think of other things. I mean, this was a good episode. It was paced much more deliberately. I also yeah. like that Maria hustles 
we we saw this in the last season too, but that she's hustling all these women for her goddess. <laughs> she does like a goddess session with them outside the bar. <laughs> yeah, was, uh, that's pretty great. That was pretty cool. Um, but hey, sometimes you need to write down your fears and then set them on fire. Yeah, I mean that is in line with the whole like tincture thing that we were talking about in yes. the um, original series. Yes, there was a whole. Did you see there was a whole table of tinctures? You bet I saw it. So this Maria and that Maria are not that different. Um, Pretty different. Except though. they're very different. One is a ch- teenage girl, one's a child, and one's an adult. Um, <laughs> yes. But yeah, so I'm trying to think if there's any others. I don't want to miss anything good. Yeah, I don't but, think we uh, Maria's mother's still at large. Yes. Um, oh, Maria. Okay, we can't say Maria's not that into it. This is the other reason it's clear Maria is very into it. She's putting up missing people flyers all around town, so she right. goes to the junkyard. Oh yes, yes. Puts one on Michael's trailer door. <laughs> Truly, an insane choice. <laughs> <laughs> and and she's wearing, as you noted, very cute yeah. boots and a cute little outfit. I mean, she, cute, cute boots with a hell of a heel. <laughs> like, yeah, no, to she's be tromping around the junkyard. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. She knows exactly. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I, I retract my earlier statement. <laughs> I forgot that. Which is like, that's such a bold move. Um, <laughs> but I love it. Oh, <sighs> um, But yeah, Michael, Michael's leaning... At least the beginning of the episode, he's being very angsty. And then at the end of the episode, he's earnestly, I think, trying to be a good guy. Or a... Yeah, yeah. A hero kind of cowboy and not just a dark cowboy in the corner. Which is how the episode starts with him being yeah. like dark co- cowboy in the corner. Um, and in fact, I uh, laughed involuntarily at him <laughs> with like <laughs> the hat delightful. down like over his eyes. Yeah, it was totally delightful. But he was being that sort of like outlaw cowboy. And if now yes. he's going to be the like circle the wagons kind of cowboy. Yes. Um, like Ooh. that's that's pretty Do dope. You... Oh, this is going to be interesting. I wonder hmm. if part of him filling this role is because the like sheriff cowboy alien is gone oh yeah is he now the good guy alien i like this he he might be the good guy alien because isabel is out to lunch she's not a good person or a bad person she is on her own trip she's not looking out for anyone else right now (laughs) and all of that like training that she started doing last episode and in the like montage in this episode where she's like (laughs) boxing with someone (laughs) it was so weird like she she seemed to be less than typically athletic like yes she was was like um like the the image i had in my head was like this is how you would show um like tom haverford on parks and recreation uh if he was learning to box right and it was a joke (laughs) yes that's exactly what it felt like whereas her training before when she was exploding stuff I still didn't understand how she was going to use that to fix her sick brother, but it was like that I got like that well, seemed right. And it turns out that she's strength. she's just using it to panic, explode a vase when her mother shows up <laughs> and then not let her mother clean it up. No, I would let my mom clean it up. And then I yeah. dumbly was like, oh, they did a really good job casting. They look so much alike. Well, Isabel is adopted, but. Right. You can see that she was raised by this woman. 
Yes, they uh, they have similar affectations. They hold themselves in the same way. Yes, and they're similarly like busybodies. Think they just need to know everyone else's business about mm-hmm. the people they love. Because like the moment when the mom reads Isabel's little Isabel's fear and then yeah, says what it invasive. is out loud, <laughs> right? So rude. The lentil. Lentil. Which I was what like, does that mean? Oh, mothers. Um, <sighs> no, this was a fun episode, but yet not as crazy as the first one. Um, I'm super excited for whatever happens next here. 100%. Um, and I am so mad at uh, Rosa that she's drinking again, but I love that character so much. Me too. Um, and that actress is just incredible. Um, I will miss if she actually is going to be successfully blocking out um, Max. I'll miss their dynamic. Um, yeah. Because like, it's weird. They they both have that like moody Slytherin energy, um, <laughs> but like uh, with a with like a different secondary class. Like she's yeah. got to be like um, Slytherin Ravenclaw, and he's uh-huh. like Slytherin Gryffindor, maybe. Yeah, a hundred percent. Which is a weird combo, um, but it, it, it's cool to see them like kind of butt heads and like you know kind of war for uh, yes. her psyche. And I'll be I'll be sad if we don't get any more of that. Yeah, I can't imagine that this situation, the situation of her drinking to forget Liz not being able to bring Max back and Max being silent. I can't imagine that's going to last a long time. I don't know what is going to happen. Right. Like the show is good at coming, like taking those turns and not always doing the most expected thing. Mm -hmm. So it could be that Rosa drinks herself into deeper into addiction and never fully recovers. Meanwhile, Liz Mm. is able to save Max. Like, I have no idea. I honestly don't. Right. I mean, I do think Max will get saved. Yeah, (laughs) me too. I'll say that. Me too. Because I'm pretty sure that we're not done with Max, the character. But other than that, I have no I have no idea how it's going to happen or how it'll play out or will it be something like the it's not the ascension, the illusion, the No, maybe it is ascension, right? Ascension. The, yeah, I don't yeah. remember. When the big thing that Noah says is going to happen happens, <laughs> it could be that that just brings Max to life anyway. Like it, yeah, I'm not point. even saying that Liz is going to do it, though she's determined. She's a very determined young woman. Um Yes. But yeah, so I just I'm excited for what's next. I am a little frustrated that the show's got me shipping Michael with two different people completely separate. <laughs> I'm honestly like yeah, I, I haven't done a a rewatch like you. Mm-hmm. Um, but like with the distance between uh season 1 and now, I'm feeling pretty cool, like pretty cold on the Michael Alex relationship. Like, it just feels like salted earth at this point. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think one, and they, I think you're right. I think it feels like an old thing. Yeah. I think they could renew it. The show is good at renewing things. They could renew it pretty easily. Honestly, sure, all could, you'd have to do is like, have, yeah, honestly, put one of them at death's door. <laughs> one of them is dying. The other's right. gonna show up, start crying. Right. Then I'm there for it. Then I'm there, and then Maria's gonna be standing there, going like, "Um, 
Um, no, I get what? it. <laughs> but yeah, so like I, it really one very dramatic moment. I could be back in, but you're right. Right now, the show is making a pretty good argument for like these guys tried, it didn't work. Right. It's time to move on. But I'd still want to know more about Nora Truman. Well, and for that, we'll have to wait for a future episode. All right. Uh, we still don't have a sign off. I <laughs> we still have a sign off. Have a great week. Perfect. Oh, see, talk to you next week. I think. Talk to you said. next week. Thank you for listening to Welcome Back to Roswell. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts or follow us on uh, social media. We're at Roswell Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Take care and have a great week.